Hey, it's the podcast. It's December 5th. I'm here with Tommy Burns. Uh, what's up, Tommy? What's up, Austin? How you doing? Good. I know we're both mad busy with finals. We won't take too much of your time. Uh, I appreciate you finding a way onto the show. Before we get started, uh, I want to give a quick promo for my website. Uh, as you follow me on Twitter, you know I won uh, some money from a, a fantasy-type deal. It's called Survivor League. Uh, I just want everyone to know I've invested that money into improving the website. Uh, we have a database now, and because we have that, anybody can go on to RochelleSports.com, uh, write an article, write a blog, write a uh, post a podcast. It gets up- uploaded automatically. Uh, the point of this website, for those of you who don't know, it's just a platform for people who like sports and write about sports and talk about sports. Uh, check it out. Post a blog. It doesn't have to be good. It doesn't have to be long. Uh, but seriously, if you have something you think wants to, needs to be talked about, talk about it. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Uh, with that, we're going to bring in Tommy Burns. All right. Tommy, I know you cast the Lions game on Thursday. Uh, classic Lions way to lose. I'll have a blog coming up on that. Um, you know what it's like to be a fan of a bottom dweller team, but you're Redskins first place in the NFC. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Tommy, how's it feel to be a fan of a first place team? Honestly, like this has only happened twice in my lifetime, so I'm pretty pretty ecstatic, and I uh, all that I can remember. But yeah, yeah. Five and six, you know, I never expected it. Yeah, uh, there's a good chance you win that division, too, uh, with how bad it is. I know we got a lot of Eagles fans listening in. Uh, your team freaking stinks. Uh, Redskins are going all the way, I'm just saying. If they can win on the road. <laughs> um, so, I don't, like I said, I don't waste too much of your time. Uh, so, let's just uh, move on to some storylines, and then we'll get to all the college football games today. Uh, Brennan Williams, former practice squatter of the Falcons, uh, has started his transition from a uh, six-round pick in the NFL to WWE superstar in training. Uh, Tommy, you think NFL? How hard do you think it is to wrestle in the WWE? Wait, are you being serious? Is this a real thing? This is a real thing. Um, articles from Bleacher Report. What's the name? Brennan Williams. Uh, so he is, he's, um, 6'6", he played left tackle, um, he's a big boy, he's a big boy, um, he'd be great in WWE, kidding me? So, every NFL player I think could do it, it all depends on, like, the enthusiasm and stuff, J.J. Watt would be a fantastic wrestler, of course. Um, if Brock Lesnar can do it, any NFL player can do it. You know, Booker T played professional football before becoming a uh, professional wrestler. Who did he play for? He played in NFL Europe. Oh. But still professional football. Yeah, I guess so. Um, Tom, do you think you could wrestle in the WWE if you were 6'6", 300 pounds? Of course. I'd be making a living. I'd be doing this on 50 years old. Uh, okay. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> did 
did you see, this is a little sidebar, did you see that, uh, that video on Twitter now that's going viral of those guys wrestling? Speaking of wrestling, and the guy goes and grabs the other guy by the sack, and the dude just overpowers him with his dick, just flips him over with that. That's intense, man. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy that happened. That's something that... You know, people who don't even like Nessa can look at that and be like, holy shit, I need to get into this. Do you think that was scripted, or was that just like... You think it was scripted? How can you script that? How can you say, alright, I'm going to grab your dick for 15 seconds, <laughs> and then I'm just going to overpower you with it and fucking flip you over. But <laughs> so make sure you make great facial expressions. It was like He-Man or whatever fucking uh, show that was when they clashed swords and it's just an epic battle when no one's moving. It's not sword versus swords, hand versus dick. Dick wins. <laughs> uh, speaking of dicks, Indiana Duke, coach, after Duke won, uh, an Indiana player gave Coach K a little bump. <laughs> the, uh, all Coach K's staff just gave him mean mugs while he was walking away. Uh, Coach K, Coach K got interviewed about this, and he said, "Where I come from, if you come at me, you get hit." <laughs> uh, Coach K, about the whitest person you can find. Tommy, what are your thoughts? How tall is Coach K? Probably about five ten. Five nine. What'd you say? I said I'd give him 5'6", but... Well, you gotta remember he's standing around college players all the time who are like 6'6". Six, six. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, would love to, I would love to punch Coach K in the face. I agree. A hundred, a thousand percent. Uh, Coach K has got a real punchable face. And the fact of the story, you know, I wouldn't even brought it up, uh, but Coach K came out right after and said, you come at me, you get hit. And he didn't hit him, so he's basically calling himself a pussy, right? Where I'm from, you get hit, you do something. The 68-year-old Chisefsky said. <laughs> yeah, but he didn't do anything. Yeah. So what, is he calling himself a puss or is he just scared? Yes. I don't even know what the hell happened. All of a sudden, boom, I got hit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you even watched the video. Everyone gets so mad at this dude. It's like they barely freaking touched, too. They both easily could have gotten out of the way. Could have it as much fault. Uh, you had to watch it in slow motion just to see the contact happening. Um... Moving on, same with basketball. Uh, Luke Walton, the uh, Warriors head coach currently, uh, got Coach of the Month for November, uh, posting a 0-0 record. Coach Walton, I think, just retired like last year. Uh, does coaching even matter in basketball anymore, Tommy? I mean, I want to say no, but then I look at the Wizards with Randy Witten and uh, all the shitty substitution he's doing so like it, it matters oh, my, so my point is um you know the Warriors I could coach the Warriors to freaking undefeated they, what are they doing what's the coach doing he's just going out there and telling them to shoot the freaking ball LeBron's true. the coach of the Cavs Le, LeBron's the coach what are they doing just going out and playing basketball you know yeah I think uh I could have won as many games as Coach Blatt coaching the Cavs last year. If you would have just done nothing, you would have shown up to practice. I would have just played ball with them, and we would have won the same, if not more, games. <laughs> yeah, if I was coaching the Warriors this season, I would probably just... Tell Steph, Steph to go and shoot the ball every time. Would, Steph would have the clipboard during timeouts. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I'd be, I'd be like behind the huddle, like looking in, 
with Steph sitting down and uh, like drawing plays up. And I remember like, what is going on here? <laughs> All right, so let's get into college football. Uh, like I said, I want to get. I don't want to keep it too long, so we all got finals and stuff coming out. So I'm gonna pull up the top 25 here. So uh, for those of you that don't really follow college football, I'm just gonna read off the current standings. Uh, this week in college football is the conference championships, which means like the AC championship game, which is um, UNC versus Clemson. Or let me read you the top teams: Clemson's number one, Alabama's number two, Oklahoma's number three. Iowa's number four, Michigan State coming on strong at five, Ohio State six, Stanford seven, Notre Dame eight, uh, and then UNC ten, just because we're going to talk about them. The ACC championship game uh, between one seed Clemson. Oh, so just to clarify for everyone that doesn't know, college football playoffs are four teams. So the top four teams in these rankings go to the playoffs. Um, and all t- those teams are playing today. So we'll start off with the ACC championship game as I try to pull up the spread here. We have number one Clemson uh, versus number 10 UNC. This, the line is Clemson minus four and a half. Uh, that's pretty generous considering Clemson's number one team and North Carolina is the number 10 team. Uh, you, you like the over or the under? You like Clemson to win by more or less than four points? Uh, I think Okay, so you'll take the honor. Uh, I like Clemson on the over. I think everyone's hyping up UNC a lot. Um, UNC kind of always sucks at football. The ACC kind of always sucks at football. Uh, I think Clemson's also overrated, but I think there's no way they lose to UNC. I'm taking the over. The reason why I say that is because North Carolina can just throw points. Elijah Hood, Marquise Williams, they're just... Well, so can Clemson, you know. What? Yeah, yeah, that's why I think they're going to keep it close, but I think it's going to come down to a late-minute, uh, last-minute field goal. But, I think if either of these teams play Alabama, they put up six, three or six points, maybe? Oh, no. It, Alabama Oklahoma are the best teams in the country right now. So, moving on to Alabama, the SEC Championship game, number two Alabama versus number 18 Florida. Bama <laughs> favored by 16.5 points. Oh, uh, does Florida score more than two points? Does Florida score more than three points? Two points. That's what they put up against Florida State last two week. Points. I would set the point line for Florida at about six. Six and a half. Uh, I, I might take the under. Two field goals or so. Uh, Alabama, crazy line. Uh, Alabama favored by almost 17 points. I'm still going to take Alabama on the over. Uh, Florida sucks. Uh, Alabama, I think, is the best team in the country. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we're in agreement there. Oklahoma doesn't play today. Big 12, they don't have a conference championship. Yo, yeah. Um, so then we'll move on to the biggest game of the day, Iowa-Michigan State. The winner is basically a win-and-get-in college or win-and-get-in situation here. Um Iowa currently ranked four, been in the top four like all year pretty much. Michigan State at five. Um, Iowa's 12 and, 12 and 0, Michigan State's 11 and 1. So if Michigan, Michigan State wins, they'll have the same record uh, if you follow. So um, I, I'm not a believer in Iowa. I, I cannot believe they're ranked. 
I think Michigan State's a damn good team. I think Michigan State's going to run the floor with them. Number five, Michigan State favored by two and a half points over Iowa. What do you got, Tom? I got Iowa. You got Iowa? I've been saying it all week. I'm a Big Ten fan. I've watched Big Ten football. I get three channels here in Maryland. Hell yeah. Uh, Iowa can run the ball. Iowa's That's got a stout defense. Pretty, it's going to be a smash mouth game. It's not going to be that exciting to watch unless you're into good you know, defensive line play and whatnot. Just run the ball every play pretty much. I'd say Iowa, Iowa has a great defense. And Michigan State, they don't blow anyone out. They always, always, all their wins are within seven points. And they do have a lot of impressive wins, though. They do, but. So, but we, we're in agreement here that uh, the fourth slot is either Iowa or Michigan State, whoever wins. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's going to be a Big Ten team in the fourth. So, you're taking Iowa. I'm taking Michigan State. Um, so, the last game I want to talk about is Stanford-USC. Stanford at the seven team, and I'll get to why I'm so excited to talk about Stanford. Uh, Stanford, number seven, Stanford favored by four points over number twenty USC. Um, I, I'm taking Stanford. I'm taking over. I think Stanford's going to dominate UNC, and I'll get to that after you get to your point. But who do you yeah, got? I got Stanford as well, but a lot of people have USC because of the whole uh, Saracen region. They got a new coach. They already played them once and only lost by ten. Well, Saracen didn't even prove to be that good of a coach down at USC. I know, I'm saying he's gone. He was wasted. Wasted coach. He was wasted. Like he was wasted on the sideline. They only lost like that. But now, uh, I don't know. I like Stanford to uh, cover, the, cover the spread. They're going to win more. About, they're going to win by like at least 13. We're in agreement there. Uh, I want to talk. I think Stanford sneaks into the college football playoffs. Um, I don't know how. I think the team with the most realistic shot to lose. I know I picked all the favorites here, or except Iowa. I think you can make an argument that if Michigan State beats Iowa, uh, then you put Stanford in. But over Michigan State. I, over who? Over Michigan over State. Over Michigan State. Wow. Well, who's Michigan State's lost to? Nebraska on a last second touchdown. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Stanford's two lost team. I, I think there's a shot. Everyone's riding UNC. I think there's a shot UNC pulls off the upset. If UNC pulls off the upset. So let me just refresh everyone else. Um, the five teams, five through, or Michigan State's at five, Ohio State's at six, Stanford's at seven. Uh, Stanford, Notre Dame at eight. They, Stanford and Notre Dame each have eight, uh, two losses. And then the Seminoles coming in strong at number nine. Shouts to Rick Leonard. What up, Rick? What up, Rick? <laughs> but yeah, no. If Stanford does, if Stanford blows out USC, there's a chance that Oklahoma could slide from the three spot. Yeah, I, I, I can agree with that. The committee likes the conference championship. Yeah, um, people talk about Ohio State getting in somehow. I don't uh, if, look, if you don't win your conference, and you know you're not getting into the playoffs, that's how it should exactly. be. Uh, exactly. But you got to think a Clemson, Alabama, Oklahoma, Stanford top four would feature all four front runners for the Heisman: Deshaun Watson at Clemson, Derrick Henry, Alabama, uh, the quarterback of Oklahoma. His name escapes me. Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. Um, and then uh, Stanford's little white running back. What? Uh, yeah, McCaffrey. Dude's a little freaking yeah. beast. Just for yeah. Reggie Bush's uh, all-time record for all-purpose yards. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Um, he's good enough that 
I think the college football, uh, the voters might give them a shot. I don't know. I, I'm just saying I don't know for sure that you can lock in Iowa or Michigan State for that four slot, you know. It needs to be expanded. There's so many teams I want to see get in. Would, would you want to go to six or eight? I think it should go to ten. I think we should have – I think what should happen is every team should play in the bowl games, and then you have to win your bowl game to get entrance into the college football playoffs. And so you take the top ten teams remaining after the bowl games – Maybe not ten. You know, that's a lot after the bowl games. But I'm, you need playoffs, man. That's good football. Yeah. That's what the people want to yeah. see. But that's a lot of games, though. If you think about that, it. Yeah, agreed. I mean, cut the season shorter. Uh, keep the, you know, definitely no more than like fifteen games in a season. But I would say go to six, six teams. Two, the first top two get buys, and then it's just one extra game. You know. Yeah. One extra. Game. Agreed. They start New Year's Eve, so. Uh, just give me real quick your finals uh, prediction, college football playoffs. I'm taking. I think it's going to be Alabama, Oklahoma. Alabama, Oklahoma in the final. Yeah. Uh, all right. So that's saying Clemson. Would Clemson lose the number one spot if they win today? If Alabama blows out Florida, and if I think if Alabama blows out Florida, I mean they're favored by 17 points in the SEC champ. No, the SEC stinks. The SEC stinks this yeah, year. Yeah, they're terrible this year. Um, really, really bad. But I'm saying uh, though, if Clemson plays North Carolina really close, do they lose the number one spot to Alabama? I think there's a chance. I think there's a chance for sure. You could also see Oklahoma slide, you know, down to the four. Yeah. Um, I think I, I think the four is going to stay as is. You think so? I think so. Well, that would be obviously just. Four. Uh, I think we're really good. So I could see being, I could see it being a, a Clemson, oh, Alabama, Oklahoma. That'd be such that's gonna be a hell of a game. I think Alabama crushes Oklahoma. I think Alabama's gonna win it all this year. Boomer is a big game boomer. Bob Stoops. I don't know. Yeah, you're talking about his Jim Bob Cooter as his offensive player. That's true. <laughs> Alabama, I'd probably go to Oklahoma over Alabama. Better quarterback play. Yeah. I think quarterback play is gonna, really going to play a factor in this playoff. Okay, uh, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, oh, you want to talk about your uh, pick em? Your college football pick em that you're in? About how, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm eight, eight from the, eight from the, uh, the lead and how many uh, people? Get, what? How many people? This is your time. Don't be shy. I think there's. Uh, let me pull it up. It's gonna be at least twenty. I'm fifth. Got great. Some got some great people in there. You know, I tell you, most of the people that pick on like called game day and all that shit, Herbie and Corson and all them, they freaking suck. They're terrible. Yeah, they're always wrong. Uh, you know, I usually play yeah. spreads versus straight up just because I'm a degenerate gambler. But We got 25, 25 people. Right now, Justin Boyer's in the lead. Then we got What's his record? What's his record versus your record? Uh, he's got 113 points, and I have 105. So what we do... So it's pretty damn close. Yeah, we, we pick around roughly 10 to 20 games each week. I'm going to pick a 
the spread. Say the spread is from anywhere between zero and seven. That's one point if you get the upset right. And then from 7.5 to like 14.5, that's two points. And then there's a spread, say like Florida beats Alabama, that's a three-point upset pick. So you get three points on top of that. And every other game that's pick them is a one point. Yeah, I do pick them. I do NFL pick them. I suck. Like really bad. <laughs> like really bad. It's like every football-related decision I made this year has been wrong. Except somehow my fantasy team in our Middletown League is about to sneak into the playoffs. Oh, my God. Despite being the worst team for half the year. I don't want to talk about that league. <laughs> that league kept me up at night. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not used to being bad at fantasy. That's why. This year I'm just like freaking out. Yeah, I've been bad at fantasy like my whole life. I'm just gonna get into the playoffs and just lose first round. It's not gonna matter. My team's ass. My team's total ass. I don't deserve to be in the playoffs. There are way better teams than me that I'm gonna beat I've out. So this year, but I've lost so many times that like people just put up like ridiculous numbers. That money I won that I won that seven hundred dollars from that Survivor League and it paid for all my DraftKings fantasy leagues that I'm gonna lose. All that shit, you know. And I still have money. I'm, so I put all all this work into the website, and then I'm gonna get some microphones uh, and shit. I want to get like I need to start paying people for content. You know, that's the problem. Who's got this platform and no content? Yeah, that's true. It's all about this page views, though. <laughs> all right, that's all the time we have. Uh, don't forget, you can write your own blogs, uh, post your own columns, or produce your own podcasts on VerschelSports.com. Uh, just go to, uh, just click on podcast or blog, scroll to the bottom, and you'll have a little button that you can click to upload an article, uh, or just write an article in the text box. Uh, check it out. Peace out.